Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Conscious Reconstruction Podcast. You know, I almost called it the um, other name. That would have been crazy. Yeah, whatever. I'm the host with the most. There's Just Charles. There's Ash. There's Paraphernalia. There's you guys liking and subscribing, you know, doing all the things. Charles bought himself a new microphone, but decided that me and Ash didn't deserve new things, so we didn't get I one. I am testing something. That's what he keeps telling us. It's because we like Larry June. He just... Yeah. Oh, it's your fault. So- <laughs> it's our fault. Really, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, who y'all enjoy in music is just y'all t- taste. I am not going to hold that against y'all. I would have never known if you would have never played it. So it was really his fault for real. I'm a part of this. I oh. definitely did show her. Yeah. <laughs> like, you probably like him. <laughs> he definitely didn't give me it. How do y'all feel about Fetty Wap? Oh, I forgot about him. Pause yeah. before we get there. How was y'all weekend? Mine wasn't that great. I don't feel very well. And I want to curl up in a ball. Me and my body ain't, ain't friends at all this weekend. Did you eat meat or something? Or something? No, that's the problem. I'm just... Everything that I eat is now just like, we don't want any of it. I'm like, but clearly I have a food addiction body. Please help me understand what is happening. And now the next goal is to just probably go to the doctor because I am thoroughly confused of what's going on with my body. Thoroughly. Okay, well, that sounds... Terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible. But no, hopefully everything uh, works out. And... uh, there is nothing negative. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like that either. Yeah, but I can hear myself. So, okay. Uh, uh-uh. you tested it out before, right? Yep. All right. Well, then, how was your weekend, Charles? Oh, uh, pretty interesting. As you've heard, I went out and got another microphone, two turntables and a microphone, you know. Two turntables on a microphone. What are turntables at? Where is that? The DJ. Shut, shut it down. He did not get two turntables. He was lying. He was just. Oh, he was just saying like some clever shit out your face. Yeah. I was about to be real jealous that this nigga just had two turntables and invite me to see it. Fuck you. What are you talking about? Why are you? Why are you? Why would you be jealous? Because I want two turntables randomly. I don't. I have, have two turntables. Like I have them. They're in. I, they were literally actually at the house that I was just at. And I thought you bought it for like your um, DJ setup or something. Yeah. And I love a good. No, he don't DJ no more. Not really. No. I love a good setup. I love it. Do you really? Can you teach me I how do. to DJ? Uh, I can teach you the rudiments. Yes. But honestly, it's a lot more about doing particular things like understanding BPMs, understanding beat understanding rhythm understanding the nature of different types of music well so, i understand bpms and like how if you can match those or get like in relative like ranges you can like that's how you smoothly transition it's like or you can like slowly scale down or scale up by using that in tempo to like create different feelings and like so i have a little understanding of it but i've never like really like gotten behind the equipment you got to understand pitch manipulation. You got to understand like quite a few things, honestly. So everything going to be chipmunks. What? I said everything's going to be chipmunks. Oh, I mean, there's technology now that can maintain your voice 
like the proper voice level. No, I want chipmunks. No, I refuse. <laughs> That's gonna be my DJ style. I'm gonna learn how to be an amazing DJ, and then I'm gonna just turn all the vocals up to chipmunk. No. Why would you ruin something that's perfectly good? I don't think it's helpful. Is it? I mean, yes. Well, I mean, yes. Shit, what were we talking about before we started the show? Uh, oh, we were talking about how wonderful it is. Shout out to the man or woman that decided that head was a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, whoever discovered that was an amazing person. They was well, on that day. I think we were talking about some Don Tolliver, Dom Kennedy song. No, no, we was talking about Nasty Times, Charles. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I tried to PC it out real quick. Not necessarily. Why would what? Is, what makes you? What? That's no. Sex has nothing to do with things being politically correct. What does that have to do? It's like there's no PC about that. No, you, I just use PC PG. as a colloquialism for like politically more, correct. Yeah, as <laughs> no, just an abbreviation. If you say the whole word out, then it has to mean the other thing. But if you just say PC, it means like y'all prudish. You don't want to talk about none of that. It's that PC culture. Oh, just, I mean, PC culture. Most of PC uh, politically correct people are actually the inverse of prudish. I've actually heard more wild things from PC care. Like one of the more PC people that I know of has a sex swing in a room. Yeah, I understand what they're you're actually, trying to say. They're least repressed. They're less repressed <laughs> than the people. I understand this, what you were trying to this say. This nigga want to fight. Every the evangelical show, people. Every people show he want to fight me. Uh-uh. <laughs> anyway. You started this combat by stabbing me earlier today. And you sure did. Charles was ready to fucking leave. And I'm like. Oh, it's just like, excuse me. It's just like. <laughs> Well, you said this. I will kick you out. Okay. Hold on to your leg. <laughs> you can't hey. go nowhere. I'm like, why are you two like this? <laughs> did he leave? No, he did not. Right, well, no, you said you would kick me out. And you know what you compromised on? Not kicking me out. Then he said, well, now we're so going to be in a kerfuffle. So what I did was stab you. I, I did what I had to do to alleviate the situation. Oh. I don't like Don Tolliver. I don't like Don Tolliver. I don't like Don Tolliver. You know what's amazing? What? You don't know names. Nope. So that don't mean shit. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Nope. It don't matter to me, though, because you're not saying what I don't, what I don't oh, want. Oh, Dom hear. Kennedy. I don't like Dom Kennedy. How do you feel about Fetty Wap? Oh, I don't care about him either. Well, he pled guilty to a federal drug charges in New York. Ooh. Shorty, okay. won't you come my way? Yeah, so Fetty Wap admit. Oh Admitted to his role in an interstate multi-million dollar drug trafficking scheme Monday, pleading uh, guilty to a charge that carries a minimum sentence of five years in prison. The hip-hop star named Willie Maxwell II, 31, entered a plea to a single count of conspiracy to possess and distribute 500 grams of cocaine before Judge Stevens. Um, I agreed with other people to distribute cocaine, he told the judge. <laughs> So yeah, he pled guilty. This is all that they took. Oh, I mean, luckily the federal government doesn't care that much about cocaine. Now, if that was crack, he'd be in there forever. Yeah. So um, he's also he's uh, it's a standard plea. He's not taking a plea deal, so he's also not cooperating with the. Um, oh, so that means he just took the five years. And about said I'm about to go up for five years. He said yeah. He just said no, nah, I did it, but I'm also not helping y'all out. So. 
So I, I commend that he's standing up and he's uh, I'm big enough to do it. I'm big enough to hold my own. So I respect that. That's kind of crazy how they still be doing all of that stuff even after they get famous. Like I think it's crazy that he had to do this after all that, all the success that you would have think he saw. Yeah. I don't think he saw that, but success relatively. Well, like, not you talking about more. He should have been more. Well, no, I not think really. that yes, uh, really, yes. So, Charles, um, what artist do you know had like? more number ones just like back to back to back to back to back to back. Coldplay. <laughs> yes. How, how many did he have? How many did they have? Oh, the dude from Coldplay? Mm-hmm. Oh, the entirety of Viva La Vida actually could, alternated this way up to the number one for, and then regular Viva, then When I Ruled the World was on there for a whole year. So that was Fetty Wap. He was, he had a thought Song on the Billboard top tw- top one hundred for an entire year. Trap Crane was a fucking cultural thing. Yes, so every single one of his songs on his first album was one of those. Was one of them. I know that they shouldn't have done that to him. What about the second album? Hence, why I said they shouldn't have done that to him because he came to them with all that before the label and then signed, and then they like just put everything out, got their money off of it, and just like, eh. But we got everything that was amazing and, and great out of you instead of allowing, like, him to, like, slowly develop and, like, if you got all these in a tuck, why throw them all out at one time? Because. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because they were, that's, the they deal were, that they, that's the deal that they signed. They were so. going to get the bag and fuck him. So now he selling oh, okay. coke. Wow. Oh. Because, you know, his run was fucking crazy. I literally only remember hearing about this man for like a year. Yeah, but this dude is like a hip-hop encyclopedia. Like, it'd be weird. You'd be like, Eddie Wobb had... Because he told me about DMX. I didn't know DMX was... That is... That's when I knew. I did not. I did not know. Like, DMX was a big... His run wasn't long. Mm -hmm. It was just what he did in that year... It was, so, like how you say, Coplay had something for a year. So, for his whole year that he was a, that nigga, mm-hmm. it was in the top. It just stayed there and permeated the atmosphere. No one was big. No, Drake had to hop on the remix. No one was bigger than Fetty Wap at that mm-hmm. point. He had all of the women in love with him. And generally, if you can get women into you, you can generally... Yeah, like, that's the general, that's the blanket rule of thumb when it comes to any kind of club thing. But he also, I mean, from what I remember about Fetty Wap, he made a bunch of club singles, which is really useful for an album. Like, if you have an album full of full of individual singles that can all be played in the sub, like, the Carter Three had that. That was a thing that happened. Uh, what was another album that actually had a shit ton of staying power? Actually... Uh, well, 808, not 808, it's a heartbreak. Uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy had a lot of staying power. Yeah, but they also uh, had like a lot of support behind them from their labels. Uh, let's see. He was signed to 300. 300? Then everybody wow. left and um, the one guy went to go run um, YouTube's music department, um, Lior. Um, it was just... Sounds like he just signed to a crap record label. No, that's what I'm saying. 
But I'm saying that's what led to... I mean, to when you run going with... Going back to street decisions. I mean, when you... I don't know how to really say this, but it's just like... It was real weird because he... He was... He happened at the emergence of SoundCloud, basically. If I remember correctly. So... Him being a SoundCloud dude wouldn't have actually worked out. But, like, it was the ebbing of the record labels. So, honestly, it makes... I'm not... There's a probably a bunch of Fetty Wops in existence. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. So... But it's just sad to see, like... Because, like, shit, another one I would say is... Rollo? Rollo went to prison for, like... Having a... 18 wheeler semi truck full of weed. A 18 wheeler full of weed? Yeah. Oof. For why? Well, <laughs> it's just like a 18 wheeler. So that means he had like to put to keep this in perspective, it's just like so that means he had a semi truck that was just full of weed. <laughs> was it at least like refrigerated? Or was he just rolling down the highway smelling like Freaking Cheech and Chong. It's just like, Jesus Christ, something smells like. Wow. I can't, I've never gotten high from smelling unsmoked weed. 440 pounds of pot. 440 pounds? Oh, that's like a. That means that's more like a. It's probably a pallet. That's how much they caught it. him with. Right. It's a pallet on the truck. Right. Now I'm thinking and I, it's just like. From I'm like. Boy, I don't even know if you should be moving that kind of weight. How are you supposed to hide something like that? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Nigga, if you don't stop. That, that like, bro, I can hard. smell that pallet, from down the highway. Okay, pallet, you can hide between some shit. All right, I get that. But <laughs> I mean, that's how you normally smuggle it. You just kind yeah, of like they wrap it up and toss it on the truck. Somebody had hid their fucking heroin and pineapples. They got caught. I'm like, damn, how you get caught hiding in the pineapples? No, Who no, told they you? They had 440 pounds of weed on their plane. Mm, on, a, a on a cargo plane. And $400,000. That's a lot. Why on God's green earth would you have it on a cargo plane? Like I said, like it's so still, there's, it's still something ridiculous. Why aren't you know, you a lot of weed but, at some place like eh. story with Rallo? Well, I also understand that you have to do weed in such a volume to the point because weed it is not like you're moving coke or anything like that. Yeah, so you have to do it in such a volume that actually makes it worth it. Right. Like if he was moving a pallet of cocaine, then it's just like that's a that's millions of dollars. That's a lot. A pallet of cocaine. <laughs> just like the logistics. That's funny as shit to think about. Like, nigga, what? You got a pallet of coke to just run around on the fucking freeway. Oh, putting that weird chicken stuff. From, yeah, uh, I can't get into that. I can't get into it. I just, that would scare the shit out of me. If somebody that's been around somebody that did it, it would just scare the shit out of me. What, cocaine? Somebody that no, not cocaine. Somebody that like a dealer, like somebody that's been around that, and then being around them is just never tenable. It's so fucking scary. I hated that shit. Never doing it again. Oh, you know what? I try and stay out of other people's business when they was when I think they're doing in the periphery of doing something like that. I'm out of it. Oh, yeah, that was so that means when they when they when somebody comes knocking on my door, do you know something about blah 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 blah? Officer, I can honestly say, no. It's just nerve wracking. I can't do it. 
That's nah, just get like off that. my step before they decide to start shooting me. They got Ooh. guns. I don't know. Yeah, but based yeah. on you being here, I'm going to assume so. That type of stress. <laughs> it's just like. What I should have said. That type of stress, I can't handle. I can handle some stress, but not that kind. Not the paranoid kind. Like, Thank you, officer, for basically alerting me of somebody I'm not going back around. Yeah, I can't do that shit. Not interested. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, I'm fine with dealing with, with your friendly neighborhood weed dealer or something like that. But when you start moving into, like, hard stuff. <laughs> you said I got to go. Well, that's where people start getting killed. <laughs> yeah. They got to go. You can't be out here moving certain things. Like them opioids, anything that's opioid based. Nah, can't nobody be no opioids around me. That's fucking terrible. Well, like people thing. out here moving heroin and other crazy stuff. No, I'm out of it. Mm-mm. Stay away from me. It's like, I don't know. You're also like, you're also moving things that are like life ruiners. That's true. <laughs> it's just like, sir. You don't give a fuck, do you? It's not. <laughs> you don't. It's give like a fuck. they want it. Listen, if you for real in that game doing them things, you don't give a fuck for real. It really is about you. Then you can say all the things that you want to. You know, I'm glad I can provide or anything. I think I saw. Uh, I saw. I never seen the whole movie of Scarface. I've only seen like two or three scenes. But then it, I saw this scene where Tony go back and tries to give his mom money. And it's like, <laughs> I understand why she was upset, nigga. Like, I get it. Like, you can't be such a sleaze where you think that this shit is going to surprise me. And at the end of the day, what seemed like something very uh, altruistic on the surface wasn't really. It was just make himself feel better. Oh, uh, I mean, is it weird that I, well, first things first, I don't think Scarface is actually that great of a movie. Yeah, I like the, like I said, I ain't never seen it. I don't feel no compulsion to see it. I've seen the entire thing. It's yeah. just like, it's not that, like, I don't understand what people like about it so much. I just think niggas in the hood saw it and was like, this is what I'm aspiring to do at that time. Well, it's not even that. There's a bunch of people who love Starface. But it's it's like, all, you also gotta, like, niggas love, like, Tyler Perry movies, and those ain't even, like, the greatest movies ever. Like, I really don't know if, like, black people on mass, like, good movies. <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> I've, like, I don't, it's like, like I have a love-hate relationship with Tyler Perry. Like, I like what Tyler Perry is as a holistic thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the the binary and minimalization of African-American culture that takes place inside of his movies and nauseam, like, is kind of problematic. And that's how I kind of look at it and feel. It's just like, but Jesus just- Christ. Niggas still eat that shit up, which is why I'm just like, do y'all really like good movies or y'all like movies that make y'all feel away? And I just wonder about niggas sometimes. Like, can y'all challenge yourself and watch something different, please? <laughs> and they don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, Scar- niggas like a scarf. It's not really a surprise. They just, my father is like the king of like B movies. Like, it's insane. We watched that movie Wrath with John Travolta in there. Y'all ever heard that movie? No, yes. exactly. <laughs> well, my mother watches a bunch of lot. My mother will pretty much watch any action movie that crosses her plate. See what? We just regardless how, how regardless of how good and or bad it is, and I'll be as a person who's seen a lot of movies mm-hmm. like my entire high school life. I pretty much went to movies like every other weekend. Yeah. So me and David would be we would just be watching just random stuff. Like I've seen push in theaters. 
probably should not have went to go see Push in theaters. Is that the one with Chris, Chris Evans? And I think so. I, think I don't so. remember. Yeah, and Dakota Fanning, the little white girl. Oh, Everybody's it's like they have girl. psychic powers yep. and stuff like that. I've seen Jumper in theaters. Probably I've seen Jumper. Seen did I see Jumper in theaters? I sure did. That was it was just like, movie. I've seen so many movies in theaters <laughs> that I should not have seen in theaters. And that, for the most part, is cleansing my palate of this. But you see, like, black people don't usually, like, be like, hey, let's go. They usually don't see shit like that. They'll go see some things. Uh, but. I have a very, like, obscure, like, palate. Yeah. I like a lot of, like, mafia shit. Mm-hmm. Probably one of my favorite is Lucky Number Slevin. Um, Brother... Um, which is an older one, or the layer cake. Those, those are probably my top three. Um, I heard the layer cake. I think we had that show on VHS. It's a pretty good one. Um, it's a um, British, um, like mafia story. Um, but then I also am like a huge fan of like the Secret Society of the Yaya Sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Like that is an amazing white woman movie. <laughs> I yeah. love that. That is Sisterhood my... of the Traveling Pants. I don't I don't watch that one, but the, the Yaya Sisterhood, them women are a trip. Cause it's like all the older women are the Yayas. And they all went through like the trailer now. They go, Yaya. Like, I remember yes, the trailer. They went through like some trauma trauma and all have just like this life. And like now there's this daughter that's working on getting married and like she's going down there to like reconnect with her mom and like it's just a whole big thing, but you get like a lot of backstory and just, it's just a really good film. But I also like, there's a fault in our stars. That's something that is really interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, keep that movie away from me. That's that's depression on the stick. That was based on the book, by the way. Yes, I like things that are like, kind of like depression on the stick, but they're also (laughs) a lot more nuanced. But I also, I like- uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. The Perks of Being a Wallflower is another really good movie. These movies you should check out because I think you really like it. Pig with uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Did you see it? Yes, I do believe so. You got to see it. You'll like it. It's kind of like it's more meditative. Like it's I think it'll fit your vibe. It's I weird because movie. it came out of that. It came out of nowhere. Like, uh, Bruh. I also like Reservoir Dogs, even though it's like in one room. Oh, yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, uh, what's the what was the name of the Adam Sandler movie that ever is like Nicholas Cage's version of. Oh, rain on me! Uh, no, for Adam Sandler. For Adam Sandler. For Adam Sandler, it was the one where he was a diamond salesman running around. Oh, uncut gems. Uncut gems. Uncut like, I would say, Pig is Nicolas Cage's version of uncut gems because no, it's like no one no. takes Nicolas Cage seriously. No, niggas take Nicolas Cage no, they seriously. Don't. Y'all better start right the fuck now. Y'all better. Nicolas Cage is that nigga. Nicolas Face Cage off. is that nigga. Listen, Face Off is great. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Face is Off. Nicolas Cage can't uh, act. <laughs> Cage National can't Treasure. Nicolas uh, Cage can act. Hence, that's why you got that movie pig, because that nigga can act. Diggas love Nicolas Cage. I love Nicolas Cage. People love. That's why you keep doing this. Why you keep thinking they give this nigga big budget movies? Because he can act. <laughs> Which big? What, what was the National Treasure. National Treasure isn't. He just what? did that movie, un, the Incredible Bearable Weight or something, a massive talent or something. I wanted to see that movie and lost my luster for it, but. Nicholas Cage can pull in money. Like that don't come out of nowhere if nobody don't want to see him. I hate M. Night Shalahan, but sometimes he does good. Yeah. Like, he'd be real um, hit or Oh, miss. M. Night Shyamalan pulls in money regardless. He because, did um like, Splice, right? Not Splice, but uh Split. Split, where yeah. it was the dude that also played in Inception. Um Joseph Gordon Levitt? Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, no, that's Split. Split is with James McAvoy. That's the one in one. Yeah, James day. McAvoy, yeah. X-Men, the most recent X-Men, Professor X. Yeah, no, um, that was good. That bullshit they came out with, all three of them was a show off. That was fucking terrible. Blast. But you see, like, how I can talk to y'all about seeing these different movies. Oh, uh, I just seen stuff. a lot. Mm-hmm. But, but I purposely diversified different shit. Charles knows I have a very like eclectic palette when it comes to certain things. With shit, anything because even in my anime taste, yeah. like it's uh, sunny. I'll boy. choose to like yeah. That's it's, that's a, a, that's a me to your eternity. Uh, shit, what was another one that we've watched that was kind of like this? We gotta take you through the anime emotional journey. Yeah, because there's some things that are kind of like uh, the Diary of a Wallflower and yeah. Fallen Our Stars uh-huh. in the anime world. Like, Sunny Boy still really? makes me want to cur- curl Man, up. Man, Sunny Boy's floor. ending. My God. Jesus Christ. That was... <laughs> Fuck old boy. Still, nothing is worse to me than the ending of um, Grave of Fireflies. Oh, I don't think I remember that one. It's a movie. Oh. It's a um, Ghibli film. Oh, it's nope. one of his first ones. <laughs> Keep it over there. <laughs> he said no. And, uh, he not trying to feel the things. Well, no, it's less like Studio Ghibli films are a lot more depressing than most people. If you don't want to watch it, are you going to watch it? Some, no. Okay. I thought you liked Ghibli movies, though. No, I'd just be trying to, like, I've right. only seen one, so. Well, this one's not really high fantasy at all. Okay. This is set in World War II Japan when they were dropping all the bombs. Yeah, because I do actually believe that he was alive at that point in time. So it's a boy and his sister, and they're trying to survive by themselves um, (laughs) as their area had just got destroyed, and they're trying to, like, reconnect with, like, the group of people that are trying to find, like, the next encampment that they're going to go to. And then he's, like, trying, but his aunt and uncle are kind of, like, shitty to them and, like, basically, like, Y'all are just extra mouths to feed and like just just really like bad people towards them. And so they end up um going to get uh live live by themselves in the woods and like they're trying to survive and Oh my God, one of them died. I know. The it. sister dies. Yeah, fucking. And then so does the brother. <laughs> I don't want to fucking. No, they both die. What? I don't want to. Oh, yeah, no, they that. both die. I don't they got irradiated from a freaking atomic bomb. I don't mm-hmm. want to fucking hear that. They get as soon as you were inside the body for a while, and then like you just see like the game was over because you see a field of fireflies that just makes both of them like dead and all glowing and hold hands. It's an extremely sad movie. I so me and Marcus watched it, and the fucked up part is it kind of spoils a little bit because it kind of shows them in the field, but you don't know what's going on. But it would have given you kind of an inkling of hey, maybe something negative is going to happen. We both missed that beginning scene and are just watching it from like them getting moved to the house and everything like that. So we're just going along and then it just starts getting darker and darker and sad. So we're like, oh my God, how did we get here? Like so, you crying. know. I don't want to fucking cry. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't suggest A silent voice. It is, it is, uh, <laughs> but like, there's plenty of these things. It's just like, heck, like, what am I, there's a, I watch an anime, I watch and read something about Shogi, depressing as hell. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Top 10 worst at like Hikari has like the worst anime father ever. Mm-mm. Like, like one of the worst fathers, period. Like, you leave your kids and your, your wife for a mistress, then your ex wife dies. 
y'all are still married, by the way. It's not like y'all ever got divorced. You just ran off with the woman. Mm -hmm. And then other other old girl dies. Your dad comes back. And you know what they try and do is just like, so can you take care of your new sister too? While I go off and (laughs) do other stuff. It's just like, excuse me. No, you're taking care of this child. You're a terrible person for not taking care of this child. I'm already taking care. I'm taking care of Momo and I'm taking care of my other sister already. Like this, this girl basically already gave up her entire life. She's only like 19 years old. So it's like she raised, she raised up a baby and like an elementary schooler while she was in high school. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, she's had an, had no life her entire life. And she just been taking care of people. Only reason why we know this person, because that family basically, basically adapted adopted this dude named Ray and oh his, you know that's a real person oh no I mean it's not a real person <laughs> he's talking about a movie I'm, I talk, well, I'm talking about reason. an anime no, series I thought he said that's the only reason we know this person I was like wait 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 wait, wait. <laughs> hold on wait, Tony why does it look like you were about to go it's just like excuse me I'm not I am not some type of I'm not the type of person to like randomly go jump somebody but I'm about to go beat this dude's ass said, we don't know anybody like this <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, wait, why, are you, why are we kicking this person because he deserves it that's worst the worst okay well no okay that makes sense kick him that's better okay no alright but um Cops come along. Excuse me, what did he do? He left his he lost he left his daughters and then tried to dump dump his mistress's daughter off on his ch- kids. Oh, keep kicking. Cop comes up, starts kicking him too. As much as you can. Weird transition, but um weird transition. How do y'all feel about monkeypox? <laughs> it's a part of a funny MF Doom line. Monkeypox. I don't know what to say at this point. Are we desensitized from all the bullshit that's happening? Because I feel like no one's talking about. Yeah, fuck monkeypox. Yeah, I feel like no one cares about it. Uh, anybody (laughs) who gets the worst, like niggas' livelihood was just yoinked from them in a matter of days. Like, and then y'all be like, yeah, monkeypox. Niggas is like, oh, I can only get that from touching someone. I don't touch nobody anyway. We didn't been through so much. What if someone just touched you? <laughs> what if they brush up against you and they have it? Why are you out here running around with monkeypox? Right. People be out here with all kinds of diseases and shit like that, not <laughs> giving a fuck. What are you talking about? <laughs> you act like people are like the most responsible human beings that are Oh, like, luckily I exist inside of my in office house. and I go home right now. <clears throat> I, I actually need to, man, I can't wait for the scholar to open up. So that means I can go somewhere and drink beers after uh, work. The scholar? Was that a bar? Yeah. Oh, okay. Monkey pox, fuck monkey pox. Monkey pox can suck my dick. You know what? Me and Pooh Shiesty gonna fucking have a song about monkey pox. That's gonna be crazy. So oh, uh, Pooh Shiesty's in jail. He might end up catching monkey pox. Why is the release in there? Mind? I ain't gonna ask that fucking dumbass question. You know why Pooh Shiesty's in jail? Right. What was that dude? Oh, oh, three Greedo, right? Yeah, he was still releasing music. So never mind. I ain't gonna ask that fucking question. That's a goofy question. Ask at this point in this day and age. He did just release another song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Gotta fi- got finance fighting this charge. <laughs> All right. Team. So clearly, neither one of you cares about monkeypox. No, I mean, it's not that I don't care about monkeypox. Monkey it's pox. just the fact that it's just what like I one. I actually it. believe I'm vaccinated for monkeypox. I think that's a, one of the standard litanies, is or it? like one of the standard, standard ones that is just like yeah, when you were a kid, right? It's like that. Polio. Wait, so is, is monkeypox something that we were already vaccinated for? I think I you know. should be. 
I, I know. Don't, I, don't, I thought this was new. What's the other thing? The mumps, I mean, monkey pox, measles. Mumps, measles, or chicken pox. Yeah, those you are three get, main I got ones. The, I got mumps. And I know HP, the HPV shot when you get in like your teen years. But I think those are the main three. Like monkeypox monkey also isn't anything new. Yeah, it's not like monkeypox just started popping up. Yeah, we heard of monkeypox before. So it's not like this new, we got this new thing, y'all. Like, oh shit, what? Like, we got something ready for monkeypox. <laughs> I, like I said, niggas, it's just niggas. like when Ebola started popping up. It's, it's just like, man, I have never ran from my school so quickly. Okay, so monkeypox isn't that big of a deal. That's why people aren't really worried about it. Monkeypox, nigga. What? Like, you realize when, Who like, said it then? one of so my MF Doom said it. Oh, uh, there was a line about monkeypox somewhere in some song. <laughs> it's just like, trust me. Uh, like, first things first, I'm not going to look for a specific MF Doom line. Well, I don't, some, somebody caught the monkeypox, something, something or other. It's in there. Yeah, no, after COVID, niggas is deeply desensitized to anything. What else are you going to do, really? Only 18 people got it. Right. Like, what else are you really going to do after COVID? What? How many people got, what? how many people had COVID? 15 million. Oh, 41 what? people have it. <laughs> Bro, we ain't even broke the triple digits we yet. We even broke this fucking five mile no, radius No, excuse yet. me. 133 cases in Ohio, including 41 in the city of Cleveland. And that's City. among 15,433 cases across the country. Those are really big numbers. All right. All right. So <laughs> it's bigger than one. We don't have to be. All right. Got it. I mean, I thought it was important. Clearly, I'm I don't think it's like, important. if I get the opportunity to get the monkeypox vaccine, which because of I'll where I'm working at now, I do believe I will. If you want to fight me. <laughs> Poke, I'm into poke. I have got into poke. I'm not into physical. Pokemon. Yeah, don't poke me. Right, I got the shiz. I got. The, I, I keep the shanky on me. Uh, it's fifteen dollars. Where is that? Yeah, yeah, y'all can go to hell. How about that? How about y'all go to hell? Oh, you came here prepared. You did. You know how about we just talk about it? What you want to talk about, Ash? No, wait. Just a couple of more tabs up there. I think they're all bong, bong, bong. How about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't yeah. no more topics. <laughs> we talk about your butt now. <laughs> ain't no topics no more. Ain't no topics anymore. Yeah, no, ain't no fucking topics. So how about that? We talking about this day. On I this think week, AITH you know. has ruined us all. We out here used to hearing outlandish things. Yeah. Well, I hate y'all. <laughs> okay my topic today is a young lady on tiktok i'm not sure which one it is but she started saying why is everybody the same why is nothing new truly being created and i want to know ask y'all is there a true crisis in creativity in this day and age uh no no I think we just need to, we need to, like, society-wise, we kind of tend to like the same things. Mm -hmm. So the things that are, the things that are popularized are the things that are pretty ubiquitous or the a lot, things a lot of people like and they're pretty easy to like. But there's all these niche things, but just because you haven't ran into them or you're not willing to broaden your horizons a bit, like, then, of course, you're going to limit what you run into. Like, 
honestly, if I hadn't consumed, because I consume so many different types of mediums, I don't necessarily run into that problem. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you existing inside the same spheres all the time, then yeah, you go run into the same tropes and the same things and, th- and that nature. So I don't know. Broaden your horizons a bit. Watch some anime. Uh, get yourself into some K dramas or something. I don't know. <laughs> Who wants to watch a K drama? I don't know. I mean, if you that want to experience something new, terrible. <laughs> they're not good. As a person who has dated. Many people who like K dramas, no, they aren't. But they're not good. So on Crunchyroll, there's another section of people shows. Mm-hmm. That is all the shit that he's talking about. It's just like all this drama. Like it's a section called drama. Yeah. Yep. And it's just live people just because there used to be a separate site for it. Sony bought it and then just threw it there, and it is not good. No, I use I watch like a lot of like I don't know who found it. Random Korean girl vlogs, and guess what? They be watching dramas and they home time. Oh no, they. I mean, there is a mass contingent of people. Like one of the people that I work with now, they love that stuff. Yeah, like it's either you're in or this ain't for you. Mm -hmm. I don't like. I don't know. It's like okra. You either <laughs> down or you not. That's slimy ass shit. Some people love that shit. Exactly. But no, um, I so, think there is a crisis of creativity, and I, I guess like just because I'm, I'm not like a fashion fashion person, but I do enjoy a good deal of it, and you see it a lot in there now. Like even the bitches look the same. Like. Everybody looked like a variation of like Kylie. I mean, Kent, no, Kylie. Kylie Jenner, like with that BBL shit, like everybody's ass had to be fat. Everybody got fucking all the women. This is more stories for women. Women got all like the same fucking wigs, like and the same fucking makeup. And like everybody's ass is just extra dumb fat for no fucking reason at all. It's just, I believe it is. And especially in like, you'll see it in movies too. Like, I think that's where. I think that's why they kind of intro- introduce a whole bunch of like politically correct uh, culture into our movies and shit just to create some sort of argument. I don't even know if they really about the shit that he's talking about because they don't even make compelling stories about that stuff most of the time. Like you got to go find a compelling story about being <clears throat> on the PC front. So I'm just thinking like, did that just make that shit to get people talking about something? Yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about I mean, like, not in like, oh, we're really trying to solve an issue. I'm talking no, about no, no, like, no, no, no. They're using like it an argument as like, a mechanism to yeah. promote their things. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the part of the reason why it's just kind of like, but I'm saying, it's just, a catch. It's always a catch 22 with a lot of things because yeah. sometimes there are people who legitimately want to write a story about this particular thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you can tell about those things where, as opposed, some producer was like, hey, make that character gay. <laughs> yeah. but there's no particular reason for this character to be gay or that it's like it ultimately won't affect anything no but if we make him gay the evangelicals will be like oh this character's gay and then it's just like oh defend the gay character right. I hate you we hate you and then that dr- that conflict drives up promotion and then so on and so forth shit even in fashion like a lot of designers started to collaborate with one another so the big one now is like Vendacha so that's Fendi. What are you doing? That's Fendi. That's Fendi. That's Fendi. Oh my God. What are you doing? Oh, it's something on your neck. 
hate all both of y'all. I hate right. you more. <laughs> Person. I was just trying to be nice and get something off of his neck without. It's like I'm terribly confused. It's like man, you threw your whole body over there. You threw your whole. I walked body kindly. Oh I no, his ADHD. Quietly. It was pretty your much his ADHD. Body so Charles, I've been staring at this. So you know when I made that face at you, it was like, what are you looking? At? That very first time, like. 40 minutes ago at the beginning of the show. That's what I saw. <laughs> and I've been working on not trying to go get it this entire time. <laughs> so it's just like, at that point, just tell me. <laughs> right. Because I, it's well, like, I didn't want to interrupt the show. And I was doing perfect. It was just like, and then you started touching me. It's just like, excuse me. I am extremely averse to people who I don't want touching me. Touching me. Yeah, come here. Let me get to Why are you touching me? Don't you trust me? I don't trust you. this situation. You're not. Quintessentially, unless you're like I'm inside of a very, it's weird because I do I've done so many contact sports, I've wrestled, I've done all this other stuff. You would think I would not be touch averse. It's just like unless I'm engaging in something where I want you touching me or I pretty much or you're dating me, mm. uh, don't be randomly touching me. <laughs> that's so strange. Oh, uh, I mean, it's weird. It, I know it's weird. It's yeah, like, no, that's weird don't just well. be ran like I don't like random people touching me for no particular reasons. Like, Why are you touching? Opposite. Me? I get so touchy. I don't know what that shit is about. And I ain't gotta be drinking or nothing. I just touch people. <laughs> it's nice. Oh, oh it's I nice mean, to be touchy. You getting touched by me? I'm just letting you know. That sounds so nasty, don't it? You getting touched by me, nigga? <laughs> Take this touch. I'm so sorry. This is you want consent? I don't know. <laughs> it's not necessarily even that. It's just like I apologize. It's I don't know. It's unless I'm expecting to be engaged in that capacity, I am not ready for it. No, you wasn't ready. So it's almost on your neck. I thought you were stabbing him again. I'm like, nigga, you just went no, in the middle of the show. No, just I went to him. try and help him out. I don't know what Stop this it. random black stuff is. That's just like. It was like a piece of land. No, it wasn't. I, I felt shit. it. Yeah. But then he got all weird and started moving his neck and I couldn't get oh, it. <laughs> I don't like people touching me. You know? say that you didn't have a right to move. I just explained oh my, my experience with the he situation. Got all weird and started moving. Yeah, that's yeah, how that's... You literally just jumped out I did it with no warning. Yeah, he excuse jumped me. out his seat. He it's, curled his body me. over there and just started... It's like you... Excuse me. <laughs> and I'm like, what excuse is going? Me. No. Can I, excuse me. I gotta, I, I, can I say something? What? I feel like I didn't say... He wasn't allowed to feel any of those ways. What I did say, though, is how I felt about the situation. He well, got it's all, all my body. Leave me alone. Y'all are trying to give me reasons why he got weird. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't say those aren't I valid. mean, just blindly touching people he, is also sure, weird. Okay, sure. You got... Oh, okay. I know exactly what it's from. I'm, this. Also, I'm also comfortable with you oh. saying that what I did was weird. These are old enough to... to this all is, I care about I know is, what it is. It's, gone. it's from here. I don't give is a fuck dumb? what it is. I didn't care what it was, Charles. You cared. Oh. Because it was on you. Yeah, no, I didn't give a fuck what it was. I, I don't know. Is this time to for us to buy new headphones for the over here? Yeah, no, I just I was like, I, this, I don't know why those are appealing. You know, I have ADHD and things like that are not going to be able to like go on for too long. I think I but, did pretty well. Oh, but <laughs> do I think it's a long time for me to just sit here quietly and not do anything bad? Oh, uh, well, do I feel like this is stagnation? Probably in certain capacities, yes. That is what we're talking about. And I never gave y'all my answer, but keep talking. In certain fields, there probably, there definitely is. Like, I will say to a certain degree, there is in movies, but not completely. Uh, Like, depending, no matter what you say, it's just like, 
with movies, AAA things that people like to like copy whatever successful. So obviously, right now, most people are trying to copy comic book movies. I think that's dead now because like that ship is so far sailed to the point where it's just like, yo, we're not starting any new comic book franchises. Like Marvel movies are Marvel movies, and it's just like everybody else got to just do something else, right? <clears throat> like you got Batman. That'll always be clear numbers. Yeah, that'll always do something. But you got to come up with a dark clown or something like that. You got to do something different. Yeah, no, like I said, mainly where I dark see that clown. is in fashion and design and not just design in fashion, but like Tesla, like all them cars look the same now, like an Escape and a fucking Ford Explorer. You really can't tell the difference between them unless you notice the size, but they look the same. <laughs> It's only funny because we basically had this conversation like not but a couple of days ago. Really? Like we had it on Tuesday because mm. he was talking about the Jeep Compass. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, those are different cars. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> everything look weirdly the same. It's like, where is the new inspiration I, for anything? So I was thinking about this while y'all were talking back and forth. And I kind of agree with both of y'all. I agree with mm-hmm. Ash in the sense that Mass innovation seems to be like stagnating, and it's all about like just adopting waves and like seeing how far that can take you, and then like fizzling out into like no real, like true lasting effects. Like, I don't think, like, even it's like this BBL era, I don't think that it's gonna like really like move like fashion culture or like the way that like anything in that world operates. Brazilian butt lift era in fashion. There's like a whole era that's just about Brazilian butt lifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you don't see these. The Kim Kardashian <laughs> started it and then so that hybrid tiny waist, the larger hips, the larger um protruding ass, yeah. the um larger bust that was like, and with Kim, like, being the headline and being more of, like, a fashion and her being curvy and moving it away from the... Um, stick figures? Stick figures, yeah. So, yeah, if you've seen, I mean, like... As an African-American a, male and as a male in general, I never wanted the other thing. I mean... I don't understand what's wrong with you. But y'all. you see how that but, was kind <laughs> of, like, kind of, like, for us a little bit, right? Because they were really obsessed with being like wafed in, which ain't nothing wrong but, with that. Oh, no, they, y'all can have, but but, it's the, but even then, like, you'll have a woman that is like maybe, let's say five, four, five, five, a hundred and thirty five hundred forty pounds. Yep. Not too big, but she might have some ass on her. But they're still going to want right now to go get a BBL because it's right. not enough ass. It's like even the women that have like a natural like and not even like a little booty, like medium booty women are just like, no, it's not big enough. Right. And it's like, all right. So it's like if they're yeah. not already born with what looks like a BBL, they're like, no, I need to go get it. And so but I don't think that that's like that's not normal. Not. And then like remember when <laughs> plastic surgery wasn't like. I think it started to take a turn around the early 2000s where they start putting like having those reality TV shows 
where they had like the women coming on and being like, yeah, you ugly as fuck. Let's get you some plastic surgery. Y'all don't remember that show? Damn, I forget the name. Of I don't know. It just show. seems like it's weird that we're kind of abnegating or we're picking up on a South Korean problem because South Korea is really big on plastic surgery at nauseum. Yeah. So, and they try to, like in South Korea, they try and have every, like your goal is to look as close to the same as possible. Right. It seems like, unless there's some weird fat where they get like, I think there was a weird fat where they got like weird smiley things on the end of their faces and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just weird that it seems like we're adopting hey, other people's hey, weird problems. Hey, hey guys. What's up? Let's all become clones of each other. No. no and you. just look exactly the same. I'm good. You sure? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good idea. Like, See, here's the thing. Like, they're just like, hey guys. I, I just now understand that it's kind of you exactly joking. the same. But okay. you saying they're that. They're like, oh, they're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We all should look exactly the same. Like, because they all desire, the, they desire the same attributes. They desire like the same attributes. It's just like, oh, we want to. Yeah, and your nose. We want the eyes. eyes. <laughs> sometimes we want the eyes widened. Sometimes we want them sl- slimmer. Weird, we like, want Kool Aid lips. I'm waiting for someone to go to a doctor and be like, "Give me the anime eyes, the big ones." <laughs> Make sure you got the sparkle in them. That's sparkle and forever it looked like they got tears at the bottom. I want to look like <laughs> I want to look like Krieger's wife. I get that. What is that thing where it's like? After I think after you like punch somebody, it's like the it looked like a cross, like this weird like stamp that yeah. when they be confused as fuck, like it kind of just kind of come out of nowhere. I wonder what the fuck the name of that little black mark is. That's what I Trinity. want right here. Yeah, but no, I I think creativity in some areas is really good right now. Um, I think it's something is popularized. I think creativity is discouraged and that's a real hipster thing to say but when things become quote-unquote mainstream they you tend to flatten things out for the for the entirety of the mainstream to enjoy yeah. there's nothing particularly wrong with that i think but, instagram is like a big oh or social media is a big one because like like i said i'm i'm only relating it to fashion because that's where I, I know to do it most and like movies too but You'll see like one bag becomes popular. Now everybody got that bag. Everybody, everybody got to get that. Or shit, everybody does. Or shit. Social media platforms themselves mm-hmm. copy each other and yeah. just become like the exact right same thing. Yeah. So it's, it's I think there is like, a lot of. You got Twitter well, Maybe stories. there is a, a lack of innovation because I was going to say like, I feel like there's innovation in like maybe the videos I watch, but if I boil it down or look at it from a, a more broad perspective, even though I watch like, a couple of different YouTubers, similar content. Some are theory guys. Some are some are chapter reviews. Some people are just straight up podcasts. Some people are do opinion pieces. Some people do think pieces. But they're they're fairly archetypal, I guess is what you could say. They I do a thing. Teching is the only weird dude who actually does but, a lot of well. Oh oh boy. Grand Line Reviews. He's he pointed like, that out. He I think he has like a separate yeah. channel where he pointed that out. It's just like this is the old way of YouTube where you could do variety <laughs> and everything will be fine. But if you do variety now, it will not work. Man. Or unless you have like unless the people that you unless the people that consume your thing are following you, 
as opposed to the thing that you were reporting about. That is something that you have to understand. Do they like you or do they like what you're talking about? Yeah. With Techie, I can say we like you because you switched from Bleach to One Piece. So therefore, if we didn't like you, we probably wouldn't have stayed along with this. Yeah. So, and I guess like I was looking at that, I was like, they're all kind of different. Also offering similar things, but they offer it in like very unique ways. So I guess the media is different in that regard. It's like they provide very different things in terms of like how they present the content, what they do. Like King of Lightning is very reactionary. So I like to watch his like live reactions where Tekking does a lot of a lot more like in-depth reviews. So he's already read the chapter. Now he's just talking about it. JD and um Brago, again, more reactionary. But Brago, he likes to bring people on and, like, discuss the chapter and talk to them and, like, get other opinions and just kind of, like, feel. So he might do a two-and-a-half-hour stream that is him and having conversations with other people. JDs are a lot quicker where it's just, like, really him going in, reading the chapter. That's the chapter him out. So maybe 14, 15 minutes at the most. So he's not there very long. He might do a little bit of talk about, about it, a little bit of breakdown, but not too much. So it's... I think in YouTube, things. you can feel the personal touch a bit more. But at nauseum, when you're talking about like large scale media, like, I don't know, movies. They get washed out a lot. and I, But I guess that's why I'm very like selective, like on what movies I watch, what TV shows I watch and like what anime I watch. But I don't think that there's like a stagnation in like anime, I would say, or like manga. So there's areas I think that are like really, yeah. really progressive, like. Sunny Boy is not something I think would have like come out a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, in manga, in anime and manga, there's so many different, so much stuff, and there's so much breath to the point where you're allowed to do so many different types of things. Even inside of the, even even though we have like three isekais a year, there's still fifteen other shows that you can watch typically. Whereas inside of movies, is there's only so many that you're there's only so many big ones that come out so often. So it's just like, it's like big albums inside of music. There's only so much air for so many things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, my answer still stays. I, I don't think there's a lack of cre- creativity or a lack of fresh air coming in. I just think it's kind of like harder to find. Yeah, that's for the average Joe. It's harder to find. It's not harder to find. You just gotta me, be. But I'm. I'm you have to be in the zeitgeist. But I am noticing in things like everyday things, like even like your food products now, or, or just like how they took away jingles, nigga. Ain't no more fucking jingles no more. And I used to be like, you had a good jingle, right? That could set you apart because if somebody could just remember your shit, then they remembered your brand. We ain't got fucking jingles anymore. We should come up with one. Oh, Oreo. Oh. Mm. Stanley Steamer. Stanley <laughs> See? Well, let's See? stop saying there. Let's make one. What are y'all Ooh, doing? Make a jingle? Yeah. Okay. I'm not about to do it now. No, obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> he was looking that'd at me like, terrible. get the job, no, bitch. No, like, that, that wouldn't be, that'd probably not go well. Chicken and food massage. Yeah. No, I mean. I think the market's oversaturated with a lot of like content that is trying to be what the popular content is and that's what 
skews things because I think certain things become popular and then we get like a lot of copycats that aren't producing the same quality, but they're doing like similar things. Yeah. And so it just like fills that this marketplace and the space where you're looking, which is like a breath of like, oh, fuck, all this shit is the same, but not good. Yeah. Or and, I noticed they did it with after Virgil Abloh. I'm not sure how long he's been in there, but is a black gentleman that's creative designer at Ferragamo now. And I'm just like, <laughs> y'all could have been doing this. I'm really glad, but y'all could have been doing this. Like, you niggas was always stealing from niggas anyway. So y'all might as well just put one up there. But after after you see that, I mean, and they see not. that success with them, it's like, <laughs> let's just get to darking now. Like, oh, shit. Y'all fucked up. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of these Louis Vuittons, the large places is just like they see that black clothing designers which is it's like i do really oh man there was a shoe designer that was really big with nike and i think he went over to like a collectible louis vuitton or somebody new can't oh, remember fear god um yeah. damn it lorenzo i don't know his last name but it's know. just like nah i mean for the most part it seems like i as an African-American, it seems like our level of creativity just seems to be like kind of different because uh, I don't know if whether or not it's the, the, the experiences. We dope as fuck. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, like. It's not really cutting that one. I'm sorry. It's just like, excuse me. Why y'all got to be good at everything? Don't let us show up. We'll take over your sport. What you talking about? Uh, Well, like we good at we good at racing cars. Now we got Anthony Hamilton and he's like the best Formula One racer. Black as hell. Blackity black. Blackity black, black, black. God dreads. That's what we do. It's just like, we can't have nothing. Y'all no. just not. Y'all sorry, y'all not good at stuff. What you mean? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> y'all could have just left us alone. If y'all would have just left us like alone, this wouldn't have happened. This is kind of their fault. Yeah, because y'all didn't stifle niggas for so fucking long trying to be dominant. Well, not even that. On some like, like depressing shit, lightweight. You niggas bred us to be like superhumans. Mm. So you gonna complain to when we superhumans? <laughs> like we want them to be the best workers and everything like that. So the strongest woman mates with the strongest man, and then they'll have stronger. So yes, we're bigger, stronger, more athletic. Our reflexes are quicker because of y'all. Uh-oh. So like the coming to Jesus moment in the NFL is just like uh why why we got where'd all these black quarterbacks coming? We were always coming. Y'all just wouldn't let us have the jobs. Nah. We were always better than you. I was watching um, Jaheem. Weirdly, I got into like watching like niggas interview pimps on Soft White Underbelly, and I'm only interested in the pimps. And then I'm gonna read Iceberg. I don't know what the fuck where it came from. No, I know what it came from. No, it was this, the podcast No Jumper came up on my screen and one of the ex-prostitutes from like the 80s, like Marion Barron area was on talking about like the earlier days of that life. And boy, oh fucking boy. <laughs> did so what did I she say? Really enjoy. She said she a happy hooker. Like she was like, she said she would be sitting there laying back, getting fucked and was like, she no, they asked her something about tricks like, did you ever like respect chicks? Hell fucking no, I never respect no fucking chick. You kiss your fucking kids with that mouth. And she was like, yeah, I'm just laying back and thinking about like, oh, I'm gonna give, I can't wait to give all this money to Kenny. And I was just like, 
shit. It made me just think about like how they was talking. Then I just got into like this bag of just watching like pimp like. Like, I learned about the fucking church, like, church and, like, ism. I just went on Tabernacle. this whole... Nigga, I went on Preach. this whole fucking thing of just pimp vernacular. Did, did you see a lot of, like, the Bay Area? Yeah, so he was talking about how niggas from Chicago... He was like, what you know about church? And he was like, what? Then he went through this whole little yeah, spiel. Yeah, so you want you church? <laughs> he went through his whole So the Bay Area spiel. is really big on pimping. Man. That's that's what they do out there. They pimp it. They're Macca. And that's where rappers get, like, that whole fancy lifestyle from. They got yeah. it from watching pimps in their neighborhood, yeah. had a whole bunch of bitches, had the best car, had the best clothes. That's where that, that's where this floss country kind of come from in hip hop. But listening to them talk, like she was like, yeah, this nigga, the Shakespeare, the ism. I'm like, that sounds so hard. <laughs> I just went in this whole thing of our creativity really astounded me the at this point. Is, oh, is, apparently is Iceberg Slim's ism is, to, yeah, I'm like, apparently I'm like, Iceberg Slim autobiography I'm about to... <laughs> In your ear. She was like, oh my, listen. But you see how, like, we always create something that's just expansive. It'd be that whole fucking universe. You'd be like, yeah, like, there's a whole system <laughs> and, like, rules and, like, yeah, she went down, you might like, knock and trade a bit. Oh, it's my. just, she like, went, what? There's trade? first thing, there's second string, and there's third string. And all I know is the third string is the dookie booties because that's what so, she said. Like, <laughs> let's say dookie. I got. <laughs> I got a chick that she she been working for me, but she kind of swaying away. But you another pimp, you got her eye. You gonna have to pay me for that. Unless what you gonna end up inside a pimp gang war? If you take my hoe, yes, <laughs> nigga. Pimp war. But you see how as like a whole universe, like. I was really sucked in. For I don't this, even understand. Like, I don't so know how that would actually get from their like the pimps mentality. Like, what, what would you say? Like, how did they explain the going about like indoctrinating a woman? I guess like what did you see that they did? All of them ever said like it's no force involved. They wanted to be here. There's never like you do this or else. If they were saying like yeah, it's different levels of pimpery, like, but it's usually not what you think it is because the media start like. It was like she was saying, like, this was a secret society. She was like, nigga, this was before the Illuminati. And I was like, damn, you're right. <laughs> like, if you really think about it, like being a prostitute or being a hooker is like written in the Bible. So technically, it's pretty, it's a pretty old profession. Yeah. But she was saying, I mean, like, brothels have here. existed for God knows how long. Yeah, she was like, this has not, this is never like something that a woman don't do. Oh, yeah, he was talking about, so if you watch Soft White Underbelly, this girl named Exotic, she's a prostitute. But she had one of her pimp's name tattooed on her face, which that's dumb for different reasons. But then Sharp was like, why would you see what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, you see what I'm saying, Mark? Because that's the dude that running. She was like, I bet you that bitch did that shit with a smile on her face. He probably, he was like, that tattoo artist had to tell her to stop fucking smiling so she could get inside, so he could tattoo her, right? I'm like, damn, that's fucking, <laughs> you got a point there, sir. Yeah. So remember how we cut it? I think like, like she said, it was a, not a secret society, but like before it started being shitted on. And I'm not trying to say it's right or wrong, but clearly like our frame of view has been skewed. And I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with it. Mm -hmm. I just. Pippi isn't always extortion. Yeah. I don't know. I guess like 
from what I understand, brothels used to be like a 50 50 cut. Like, because part of it you. is. Protect- you know that the woman asked me to be her, her pimp. Yes. There was no force involved in that. I don't understand I how you guys get this cold ask that question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I just like sell this pussy for you. Right. Excuse me. It's <laughs> just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know but, what I would even like. You toss that in my lap. It's just like, what are you doing? What's going on? I was very specific. Yeah, yeah no, nice. I'm not. But I, but I get it. It's like, if you're into that and you fuck with the person, then it might be a. That's what they. She was saying you like, could do it. it you know, she was like, you're gonna make some money. But just getting into like, because you only hear about it from the surface. I don't. And I just went off. But the whole point of me bringing it up was like our creativity and like that is a whole. That really it's is a, a whole society. Like they got their own language. Sometimes you can't understand what the fuck they be saying. It really is like a whole. And I don't know where we got it from. I don't know how it evolved to that point. But she was, the what I, what I really liked about her was that she was really passionate about her job. <laughs> she wanted, she knew she was good at it. And she respected the whole culture because like her brothers was, uh, her two brothers was pimps, I guess. And that's how she was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And I'm like, all right. Well, I you know? guess that's, that's an interesting thing. But it just took me all, I think I watched that shit all, I don't know, one of those days last week. I was really just immersed in this shit. I was really so was you just really went off on a tangent. Yeah, it was really fascinating to me. Like I, but like he interviewed, he ain't like interviewing like top you know software and brother. He not for the most part. It wasn't like how Martina was. It was like because he on Skid Row, so he paid people to like interview them and come in on his show. So we not hearing from like high class like escorts or anything like that. A lot of them are like in the life and you know. I ain't gonna say about him that I'm just gonna say like it ain't you know what I'm saying and it's not the glamorous one I would imagine somebody wanting to interview we're not, de- we're not dealing with high class escorts <laughs> not dealing with the Las Vegas yeah it wasn't like that from what I saw I'm not saying he don't have it but just thinking about that and I'm not saying like that's geared to us but obviously like the vernacular is definitely geared to us like sugar free is like you know what I'm saying? Like that clearly is our thing. And I'm not saying prostitution and pimping is our thing, but that should have just spin you like, wow. Us turning it that into a culture yeah, like, and making it into its own subset. That's our thing. Yeah. We can take anything and make it our own. Man, and make it marvelous too. Positive that- or negative. <laughs> Whoa. Oh yeah. It, it belongs to us. Oh. Fascinating. Um See the, the uh, I, now I'm thinking about a pimp war, and I'm just thinking about two dudes out here fighting with canes. <laughs> On God, his old stereotypical pimp ass, no sir, you gonna get shot. Exactly. Ain't no fucking doing shit, dude. You about to get shot? Take my lady. Take my with bitch. a low caliber bullet, man. They was doing though. What's his name? Magic. I'm a pimp named Slickback. Bishop Dunn. Shit. Magic. On the low end, my chick sleep with five dudes a day for a hundred dollars. That's five hundred dollars a day. And they all give it to you. Nigga, and you gonna take I will kill you. Fuck and it can get more about. than that. But don't don't make yeah, it I'm think like 
they really like they really went on on actually taking care of those women. They was like, yeah, they give me all the money, but they don't want for anything. For anything. That's really hard. That's <laughs> really hard. I'm sorry, but for you to take care of, I don't know how many women, like multiple women, like you got some in this city and some in that city. Nigga, what? That is hard. And then you got to pick out their clothes. You not give them the money to go do anything with it. Most likely you might be picking it out for them because it didn't sound like, oh, they had a choice. Maybe they could have came, but you had to take care of them bitches. They was like, no, don't get it twisted. Because I think Martina was like, well, if I could became a madam, she was like, I would just charge a fee. And they get to keep majority of it because she's like, I'm not interested in taking care of women. But them, the real pimps was like, yeah, what the fuck else she's supposed to do? They were really about taking care of those women. So that's an admirable part of that. They weren't trying to. In a 31 day month, I make $15,000 off of one girl. You see how uh, I just, I don't necessarily think it's enterprising. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but if you want survival I mean, I'm not into mode it, by it, it's. You but think about it most of them came from the streets so that's just what they knew and then they took on that job I never saw one go I was a garbage truck driver most for most of the stories where I was like nah we kind of grew up in the hood so this is just what I've chosen to do it's never backwards from what I've heard niggas didn't have like I said CDLs and was just like you know what I'm saying and if that's what the case was I ain't heard it yet well this has been enlightening. That was an interesting tangent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to bring that shit up because I'm like, damn, wait a minute. I don't think I've blinked more inside of an episode than I did there in that conversation. It's a lot of blinking subversive. going on. He's like, I don't understand nothing with these. He's like, these niggas are tripping. Nigga, that shit. I'll, I, it's just something I want no parts of. I mean, I support it. I just, I, like I said, I'm from California and obviously Northern California right by the bay. So that's just more of like something I've always known. It's like, that's just it is what it is. Like that's like there's a lot of ism and there's a lot of church tabernacle. Like preach, like that's what that's what wow. you're gonna do. Like you're gonna wear your suit. You're gonna cause like the ism is the ism. But like E40, like that even the E40 slang and like how he like changes his words and things like that. Like that's like a reminiscence of the ism. Like. You are using all types of vernacular <laughs> that I have no connection to. And you know, I also don't desire to do understand. <laughs> it can say exactly where it is. <laughs> I don't know what you've been saying to me for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> Why do you think I've been blinking so goddamn much? He said, Ash and Tony are having a conversation. I tell I'm here. This is just like, I don't know shit about this pimpery that they're talking about. I want no parts of it. When you hear from, like, I'm still thinking about the possibility of pimp wars so and the, them slapping each other with kegs. So the ism is... I told you, it's I don't want to understand. This is a life. That's why I no, I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. It's a life. No. <laughs> what you got to no. do? No. Church. No. Tabernacle. Nah. Preach, bro. I don't Preach. need any parts of it. <laughs> the good fucking. Oh my God. Oh well, my. Somebody broke it down in the video. I was like, they can keep you? it. No, I love that shit. What are you? Because you can't understand what the fuck they be saying. Every I don't understand. I don't know. It just prickles something within me that's not. Now I want to watch two hymns talk. Bro, I don't I'm want. I'm ready for that. Actually, play that shit. We got it. Now we about to I'm get leaving. some pimp shit after. You can't go, but I'm so ready for All this. right, Thank guys. <laughs> we are out of here. It's been fun. Tell me how this mic sounds. I might have to go get a booster for it for tomorrow. Uh, 
Like, comment, subscribe. This has been Conscious Reconstruction. And bye-bye. Au revoir.